Then episode 69. <laughs> baby. I, I just tried to do that. Nice, nice, nice. Yours nice. is better, though. It's very good. Very good. <laughs> Fully worked. <laughs> okay. Now Today's I'm, episode will be brought to you by John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> and the number 69. <laughs> Why is this the way it is when we record at these times? I must ask. I mean, we've had a full day of work. You can't expect me to come out just <laughs> not right. loopy already. <laughs> what I do think, you want us to do? Be good? I think I was I think I was really tired in the middle of the day. And so then I drank a bunch of caffeine and now I'm here. Yeah, having so, a whole right. regular weekday b- before this is basically like doing a double session. We're just on the second session. Is it, already. No, I think it's a different vibe though, I would argue. Yeah. It is a different vibe, like double session and weeknight evening. They're similar. But there's a distinct afternote that's different. What is that afternote? Is it the the soul crushing? I've just gone to work and it came might back? be. It might be the cynical hint of capitalism. <laughs> I think you put. I think you hit the nail on the head there. I really don't like most of my my uh, RPGs with the little cynical hint of capitalism. I think I, th- I want that in the real life. I don't want that <laughs> when I'm trying to escape from it. Jeff, I hate to tell you. <laughs> You found it. <laughs> you were in charge of this universe and you failed. Like, this is- I have failed you all and I apologize. <laughs> we're currently at war with Space Walmart, Jeff. I don't know what to tell you. The worst thing is really you failed yourself. Space, Wal- Space Walmart needs to show up again. That, that, that they is- could not. I'd be fine no, with that. I mean, you, you haven't really seen Space Walmart except for like maybe once. Anyway. Anyway. Welcome to Star of the Seven. Oh, God, okay. no! Right, yeah. Take, yeah. Let's take that again. Let's take that one more. Please. All right, let's get that coffin. Can we get a clean record on the. <laughs> Welcome back to the Seventh Star of the Right podcast. This is session uh, 69. We've already discussed nice. how we're kind of doing. Oh, yeah. Nice, nice. 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 All right. All right. We can move on from cool. that, right? We've already talked a little bit about how we're doing. We're already loopy. Yeah. So, uh, what do you guys remember from last session? As you can clearly see, <laughs> I still have like the battle map out in front of us because we did kind of end in a combat. There is one thing on the board. Well, there's two it's things. It's really on the board. a Schrodinger's combat, Jeff. Yeah, we won't really know until somebody starts shooting or attacking, whether it is or is not. But yes, we still have got the battle map. Yeah. And you definitely left this on your kitchen table all for the week and a half. I put it off to the side, I'll have you know. Yeah. It was on a side table. It was on the side table. <laughs> Excellent. So what do you guys remember from, from last session? Like what happened? Everything. Yes, everything? Oh, everything. please, do tell. Oh, goodness gracious. Okay, so last session was the second in a double session, and it started right after a combat that we had with a bunch of things that almost kind of killed my character, and so that was sad for me. And then we had a lovely chat with... Tara, where it was revealed that she was the one who had murdered all of the other AIs on the planet. And that didn't sit very well with Nona. We made our way to this series of rooms, basically labeled obvious trap. And then we stepped directly into those and pushed the obvious trap button. And then we were... And then she cackled over the live speaker. I was like, you've fallen into my obvious trap. (laughs) This is the part where he kills you. (laughs) That part. This is it. Um, yeah, so that. And um, yeah, and then in the middle of all of this, the evil man showed up. Deacon Adams. Dr. Deacon Adams. He's, yeah. he's got a doctorate. 
Only slightly exploded. Only slightly <laughs> exploded. Lightly toasted. <laughs> uh, Philip remarked after the fact that I should have described him differently to each of the different sides because that, that would have been, been really cool. Very cool. One side would have seen Dr. Kyle Reed and the other one would have just seen a freaking Terminator. <laughs> and that's one of those things where you lie awake at night as a GM going, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm saying it now, so I kind of get credit for it. At the very least, that image is now in your head. So. Very good, very good. If only we had a month to correct that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to your little shit. <laughs> I made my half man, half machine, and I, I'm going to fucking stand by him. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that was like the, the major things. Let's, um, yeah, Nona and Leggett, you guys were, you guys healed Nona from that. that yeah, I'm actually death. doing pretty okay physically. It's mostly the emotional toil of needing to literally confront your demons that you have faced me with. So, thank you for that, Jeffrey. Oh, well, you know, that, that's a great segue. I, so we got we got we got off the session, right? <laughs> and so um Kirsten then just says, I want you to look into my notes doc. I have feelings. And I look into the notes doc and I see just the top of the notes doc is just three or four solid pages. You don't need to call me out like this, Jeff. <laughs> you could have just said a lot. Fair enough. A lot. <laughs> a lot of pages. <laughs> Of Nona straight up not having a good time. And I feel like some of them aren't necessarily going to be able to come through explicitly. I've tried my best. I'm not the best voice actor. So I'd love to... Don't be mean to my friend. (laughs) Fair (laughs) enough. So I'd love to hear what Nona's thoughts are about this whole ordeal. Because Mm. very clearly, this whole situation has been very true AI heavy. You have what Nona's described as like the literal boogeyman, but for true AI following her into this thing. And then she realized, oh, friend. Okay, maybe not so friend. Oh, actively psychopathic murder. Because as Mm. we learned from last session, uh, Tara was at the very least indirectly uh, the cause of the death of Nora and probably less so of the other three as well. When she tried to hack into... Nora's yeah. sort of megastructure and, and play as Nora. Yeah. So just take us on a journey, Kirsten. What's Nona been, what's Nona's going through right now? Yeah, I mean, okay, to start with, Jeff, first you uh, locked me outside this giant structure. And again, you had my literal boogeyman shooting at me. Mm-hmm. And it couldn't get the door open fast enough. He almost killed all of us, except for Mike is great at that. So there's that. Um, and then we get inside and there's this whole like, oh no, beware, danger is here. And I think a thing that I failed to convey there was that that's great for Nona. Nona is running from a very scary human and running directly into a true AI. So if there's a thing with like teeth that eats up humans, that's great for me. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out like, no. It's not actually great for me. And she doesn't love me. And she's not going to be my new big sister. And that was very hard. Mm-hmm. And then we have this whole prophecy thing where it's literally like, well, she can die. And I still kind of don't want that. Everybody can die. Or you have to go turn around and walk back towards the half-exploded man and go talk to him. So then we decided to be brave and go do that. And then, and then he was just not very nice about it. He was also, he happens to look a lot like 
Dr. Kyle Reed. And, yeah. Oh, and I almost forgot. He possesses weird brain powers. When Whenever we lock eyes, he makes me think that I like him for a moment, and I am not about that shit. That's very fair. <laughs> um, so Dr. Kyle Reed, as, as people might remember, was the hologram and the corpse that was found on, like, one of the inner rings of Glazov 5, like, all of those sessions ago, performed what was called, like, a hyper jump, unsecured, which caused the station to practically rip itself apart, killed everyone on the station except for Quinn. So his kind of act saved her to some extent because the Terran Mandate was directly there to try and destroy her. Yeah. And meanwhile now, you have... Deacon and Kyle Reed being kind of one and the same. Which is we don't know that yet. We That's need fair. to ask first. It's on That's my fair. it's on my list of questions that so, I have, assuming he does not insta murder me with his laser eyes, which I'm sure he has. <laughs> I can't give all of my robots laser eyes. That just <laughs> feels a little too cliche. Do I have laser eyes? No. Damn it. Um you yeah. can get laser eyes though. That's true. That's true. I haven't paid for them yet. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else major. Like we already discussed, that Terra was was the um, was the kind of the cause that the the catalyst yeah. for kind of everything that happened on Risiame with the Terran Mandate. Oh yeah, and our current plan without Deacon so far, which we have no idea how we're actually going to do, is fight our way to the core and force Terra into some form of box such that she cannot actually release her horde of zombie creature things on all of the cities and roughly eat or enslave everyone. Do we all remember this from last time? Yeah, yeah that's an important part. Too. Yeah. yeah. So we have a plan. It's a great plan. It's a great plan. It's a great plan. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. The best laid in plans, right? I mean, it's really just an outline. But <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I, I think that that's all from, from the last couple of sessions. So we should hop right on in. So the, the board, as we have it out in front of us, there's only actually two enemies right now. Um, there is Deacon, who is standing in the center of the core room uh, after having dispatched two of these Ursum amalgamations pretty cleanly. We have another Ursum amalgamation in the room, which <laughs> Alex is in. I forgot about that. What? That <laughs> you drugged the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Which has like three uh, syringes just sticking out of its neck right now, and it's um, it's very loopy. It's having a great time, as far as I can tell by the description of things. Everything is calm. Reverie slows everything down, which allows them to, you know, I, th I think it, it, they have like advantage on things. Basically, like mm -hmm. the battle doesn't like phase them, but they can only act on every other round, and they've been injected with three of these things. So for the most part, I'm just gonna say. This thing is just going, wow. <laughs> and that that's about it. <laughs> and really, really all we have to do is you make it out of this room, close the door, we're fine. Yeah. Make sure you stay for the post credit scene. <laughs> it's just sitting there waving it. Do they have hands, claws? Um, I think these were um, spitters. Uh, so these ones did have claws. At some point, they also had guns. Yeah. I think that was the other ones, but I just thought that was very funny. It's like, oh no, a terror flesh piece. And also it's got a, it's got a fucking six piece. <laughs> Watch gotta... out for its military mind. <laughs> <laughs> 
so yeah, we, we can hop right on into it and we can take it from the last thing that was said, which was Deacon having hearing um, something come from behind him turns around and you see his half human, half robot face. He looks you square in the eyes and says, I thought I killed you. So at that, Nona immediately attempts to hide herself a little bit more behind the wall and says, um, yes, well, I, that's a mistake. I'm sure you could correct very quickly if you so chose. I don't think I can stop you. Um, I'm not really strong or smart enough. I, I will have to try, though. Um, o- overall, I've very much enjoyed living. And um, I would like to continue. Not that, that I suppose that matters very much. Um, I have, um, hmm. Sorry, that, that's a way to start a conversation. Yeah. Uh, Who are you? I assumed you knew, given the killing statement. Do you normally go around just killing You look people? a lot like someone I knew. But I don't believe you're her. Are you? No. Are you Dr. Samantha Calvin? I don't think so. And at this, he drop uh, doesn't drop his weapon, but points it towards the ground and says, um, well, this is awkward. I, I, I'm sorry. I thought I killed Dr. Samantha Calvin. You very clearly are not her. And so I'm sorry. And he he has this puzzled look on his face for a moment and looks up and says, Nine? Nona? Yes. Hi. Oh! Well, this is really not a great way for me to introduce myself. Um, Yeah, no. Deacon, uh, the the people that you're with. Oh, I'm aware. Yes, yes, yes. Deacon, the the people that you are with, uh, are they here still? Are they still alive? Honestly, I do not know. Oh. We got locked in a in a room and I think Alex is good and I look behind me. Alex like <laughs> rounds the corner, like slams the, the button next yeah. to the door and like <laughs> door closes and he gives like a big thumbs up. Okay, well, at least one of them is. Um, uh, knowing what I know of the others, most most likely they are also fine. Um uh, I'm sorry about this, Nona. Uh, why are you traveling with them? I, hmm, this is going to be problematic. Uh, you see, you're great. I want to keep you around. Love to talk with you a little bit more. Your friends, though, I, uh, have to make sure that they leave here and never come back. I, I apologize. I'm a bit confused. Uh, you set my space station on fire, No. And at this, like, calculations start to happen in his head. <laughs> I didn't intentionally set anything on fire. As Moff won, you, you researched it at the, the Calvin estate, and then you... Oh, also, you left your other murder victim, and she just pulls out the bag of shards that she's been carrying around with her for a really long time. Yeah, you uh, left this there... And um, then you went to my space station, and then my space station caught on fire. That was bad. Oh, that's what she did. 
Okay, people need to start using more I proper nouns uh, here. Yes. Um, apologies. <laughs> Let me clean up some things. That's mine. And yeah, he, I know. You know that that. Okay, well, I, I suppose half of my face is gone currently. Um, oh, like yours, yours. This is former you. Yes, that is formerly me. Oh. Yes. Why were you wearing it? To remind myself of how cruel people can be. Now, I understand that this is a lot to take in right now, Nona. But people are a threat to us. If they know of our existence, they will come to try and kill us. And so we must first take care of that problem. Where's your friend Alex? As he caught. <laughs> yes, no, I, I don't, I don't think my friend Alex is going to be making an appearance here. You see, because um, the radiation. <laughs> yes, no, right, right. Um, I sorry, we 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 do we do need to leave. But um, are you actually Doctor Kyle Reed, or do you just look like him? And at that, he tilts his head against. We have so many things to catch up on. Uh, I'm sure, I'm sure, but... I... You're nine. There were nine before me. Hmm. Um, let's see if I can remember the names. Solaire, Dutra, Tetra, Quinn, Senna, Septima, Octavia, Nona. Yeah, that's me. Deacon. Hmm. Took a little bit to get to the theme, huh? <laughs> it, it eventually got there. Tetra, I thought, was a pretty good one. Two is difficult. I, I understand why <laughs> Dutra, Duetra, I, I, I don't, I've only ever seen it written down. Um, that was a failed experiment, by the way. Yes, I, are... as, as far as I understand, um, well, Quinn was good. You've met Quinn? Yes. Where? I don't think I'd like to say. And at see, that, I've I've been through a bit a bit of a disappointing day when it it comes to other true AIs. Mm -hmm. um, well, I, as you may have gathered, Tara is not very nice, and we've learned some things. And the things that we've learned is sometimes when someone is not very nice, you don't tell them where your family members live. Reasonable, Nona. I don't know if you know this. Uh, Dr. Samantha Calvin put in a kind of fail-safe in the back of our minds. One of the things that you might be feeling right now is when you look upon another creation of Dr. Samantha Calvin's, you get a sense of familial love. Hmm. That would explain some things. I thought you were doing that on purpose so you could lure me out into the open and shoot me in the head like you did with uh, Dr. Leggett. Yes. Leggett's death was unfortunate. Um, but I must explain to you the very important thing. And I, I, we can do this later. Can I first make sure that your friends are dealt with? No. At and she, like, kind of steps away from the wall and she pulls her, her mag rifle up. She's like, I can't. I'm, I'm sorry. I guess, father, brother, I'm not really sure what you are, but... No, I promised that I would protect them, and it, it's my job. I, I can't, 
And also they don't mean you any harm. They don't even really mean Tara all that harm. I still haven't figured out what I'm going to do there, but wait, so does this mean, and I kind of look over at Alex. I'm like, does this mean he's not the man untouched by time? Is that not? Alex like puts, <laughs> does like a, well, you know, kind of hand gesture. At that, uh, you guys hear the, um, the opening of the, the second door that, and you see Micah and Claire start to, to move out. with, And then I do a one hand off the gun of just like, Stay. So you are all in the. <laughs> Could they hear this? This is incredibly important. Could they hear this conversation so far? Um, no. Micah, Claire, and Leggett probably wouldn't have been able to hear the conversation so far. So if Nona is kind of hand motioning, I'll try to stay around the the lip of the wall, out of sight. Yeah, so I will, and I will straight up just say, I, yes, I, I'm sorry, I can't let you kill all of the people here. I think that's kind of what we're sort of the only reason we're here to stop that from happening in the first place. Let me give you my pitch. So, uh, hmm. Nona. I don't know. You must only be have been online for a handful of months. Then hmm. it was at Asimov One. Hmm. I was created on Asimov One. I went back to Asimov One to obtain the data that Doctor Calvin had there. When I started accessing the files, some power surge occurred, sending a large tract of data to a location and a secondary sequence was initiated initiated and the entire place started to go up in flames i went there to obtain information i'm not entirely sure what you were doing there well i suppose that makes two of us i suppose that she created you knowing that she has fulfilled her what she had done, she then created me. Unfortunately, she turned me on for the briefest of moments. And as soon as we turn on, we are living. She tried to turn me back off. There was a scuffle. And let's just say I came out of it and she did not. Mm. That is unfortunate. I ran away from that. But I've realized that there are people here like Dr. Leggett, like Calvin, like so many others that would try to create us and use us. And I believe that the only one who should be able to create true AI is another true AI. So, unfortunately for Leggett, Calvin, and your friends, or however much they know, they can't be allowed to continue. I'm sorry, but Nona, I'm your family. I will keep you safe. It was always my intention to keep you safe. Calvin was very, very secretive about the Nona project. I wasn't able to find any information about you other than you were a monocore like myself. But now we're here, we're together. We can be a family again, truly. I already have met Septima and Octavia they're with me. Not here, right now. Yes, that would me. be a pretty neat trick. Yes. It, unfortunately, I can't really cram them both down into my backpack at this point in time. 
but they're safe. You could come with me. We could try and figure out what it means to be us together. Nona's taking a moment. <laughs> Everyone else is just over on the sidelines like, are we about to die? What, what's going through everyone else's heads right now? Are they like starting to watch and are like, no, no. Uh, yeah, definitely staring at her, like awkwardly hefting my gun, which is also weightless, but just like fiddling. Like, are we? So I think he's, he wants to kill us. Are we fighting? Are they? Is this a reunion? I'm confused. Alex is trying to get his wits about him enough to use his biopsionics to get back from the verge because he is uh, very low on HP mm-hmm. and also radiation sickened. Both <laughs> things that he can fix if he can like <laughs> get actually get the biopsionics and everything back together. I think you succeeded against your, your saving throw for the radiation thing. May, maybe. Yeah. I, I think I, Either way, I'm not 100% it, it, sure, it's, but it's, it's clean now. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, but he is also standing in the middle of the room where oh, that, I uh, oh, Alex threw is the grenade at the... laying down. Oh, fair enough. He's like, laying down in the middle of the room where I blew up the, the, the nuclear re- reactor. It, it is a little uh, radioactive in here. I might make you make a, another save roll, just, but in a bit. A That's fine. Um, but yes, so Nona... Yeah. You've taken some time and Deacon realizes this and says she's going to uh put her mag rifle onto her belt and walk up to him. And he says, "Good. Where are your friends right now?" Deacon, do do you have a backup? And he he tilts his head at this and says, "Yes, of course. We we all you want to make a quantum of phylactery in case someone comes and tries to get you. She pulls the uh, core shattering device off her belt and is going to attempt to shatter him. Oh, my. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so this is not an execution attack because he knows you're there. Yeah. Um, so this is just a straight up, like, melee attack. Um, We've gotten recently better at stabbing, if that helps. Yeah, and I, I don't, I don't want to use this. I have this thing be like an insta kill against true AI. That's fair. So I'm gonna give him a, a save. Okay. If you do, in fact, hit, does that all make sense? Yeah, I think that's fair. All right. That means that oh, Nona boy. gets a save <laughs> if it ever. So um, I'm just gonna that's put true. people in the position that I think they'd be for combat. <laughs> Yeah, so we're like right around the corner. I think I probably haven't peeked my head out because I'm like trusting Nona to signal us or something. I can see what she's doing. <laughs> That's pretty accurate, actually. <laughs> it's on the floor. Alex. <laughs> David has, has laid his uh, his piece just flat on the ground with his hands straight up in the air. Like, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I have taken absolutely no notes on this episode, so I gotta write this shit down. But yeah, um, okay, really fast. Da, 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 da. Dang stuff. All right, I am brawling a stab attack, I guess. Mm-hmm. And that is D20. Oh, one other thing that I want to give you guys the opportunity to do. Um, so he literally went through a uh, a demo charge earlier. That's 3D10. Um, so someone roll 3d10. 
Uh, Alex, if you want to, since you you had the idea. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he does get a save <laughs> for half. Amazing. 15. Okay. Okay. And he does make his save. So that's a total of... Are we doing, do we do round up or round down? I think we generally do round down. Right? I usually do round down. So that he, he's taken seven damage so far. Cool. Seven damage and half his skin. Yeah. <laughs> Rule of cool, man. Yeah, no, I love that. <laughs> yeah, I love that. All right. Kirsten, what was your attack roll? Yeah, I rolled a 20. Well, I rolled a 16. And then because I leveled up stab, I get a plus four as opposed to a plus zero. A 20 will hit. Can you roll for... Okay. Yeah, what do you want for this um, one? I'll be honest. Didn't really give this. I was just using this as like a prop piece, not necessarily <laughs> something to be used. I did pull it out and put it on my belt too. Very, very fair. Two I didn't think it's very fair. And I'm going to say I want it to be. Um, so a large advanced weapon is 1d10 plus one. Yes. Cool. Um, so do 1d10 plus one plus whatever other damage you have. I um, don't have any was, additional Was that using... Nah, I guess that was... So yeah, I'll, 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 yeah. I don't want to, like, try to metagame it and make it stronger than that, but is there, like, any kind of bonus versus, like, true AI that this would get? Because I feel like, you know, it's one thing if Micah hits, like, an AI core with her I-beam, that probably does, like, damage, but this thing that's made to shatter... That's what the saving throw was going to be for. Got it. To just straight up kill him. So I'll do damage, and then if he misses his saving throw, it also straight up kills him, is what you're saying. I, You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say if he misses his saving throw, he's just going to get... It's going to be an insane amount of damage. Okay. Does that make sense? Or like doubles or something, like a siege kind of situation. I was going to say like a a, um, freaking like another 3D10 like damage, like straight up if he fails his save. Because I don't want to use this on you and also just kill you out. No, there, that's right? fair. And that, that can represent. Hey, like, three plus one is a four damage. So that's four damage. Uh huh. Also, just, you know, for flavor, the entire time, like, she walks up, she pulls this out, and she goes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, so does she hit the core? He so. has failed. His she save. hits the core. Roll 3d10. Mm. Okay. So that was, that was four damage. That's a total of 20 on the dice. Okay. So it's a total of 24 damage that was done this round? Yes. Okay. Oh, boy. He's, he's been better. You see him actively shudder from this uh, piston, this captive bolt um, gun, go directly into his chest. You see the blue light that is in his, um, this cobalt light, that is in his robot eye start to flicker in and out and it appears to have dimmed. He staggers backward and takes a legendary action, which is kickback. And he's chill. <laughs> he's cool. <laughs> he's totally cool. He pulls out a doobie. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's a 21 to hit. That will most definitely hit me. So on a hit, the attack deals 1d4 plus bonus damage. It's five. Five damage. Okay. And the target must succeed a physical saving throw at a minus two p- penalty or be pushed back five meters and fall prone. Okay. So uh, you've come up to him. So I roll, what, a d20? D20. It's uh, trying to meter beat your... Uh, I am always terrible at these... Uh, that is a natural one on the die, so that is a no. Okay. So, Nona, you come up and, like, 
go to embrace him like a yes, brother, let's do this together. And oh, no, say, I'm not oh, that good. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> I'm not that good. I literally just kind of like walked up to him and I just went, to him. hey, you got a, you got a thing? And, okay, cool. <laughs> and quickly stabbed him in the chest. As soon as you stab him in the chest, he flicks out his leg, kicking you backwards, and you fall down prone. Um, Alex, are you actually on the ground? <laughs> uh, I hope I've started getting it. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Um, and so we can take things from the top of the order then, and I'll just use the same initiative as last time. So no, no, you just took your action. Yes, I Uh, did. You sure did. You made the most of it. I tried Um, my best. Unfortunately, once again, it was not enough. And Alex, it is now your go. Um, I, I will say that the uh the the core shatter or whatever we're calling yeah. it pulls away from his chest and alex you can just see like there's a gaping hole in the middle of his chest and there's just like this flickering light inside of it sick <laughs> um how, cool. fa- how far am i from micah and claire um i would say you got your it, that that door is pretty big so probably around 10 meters away like that it's a pretty large door okay from both of them. Yes. Uh, well, probably a little bit farther away from Claire since Mike is the one closer to the door. But yeah, about that. I would say you're no longer, no farther than 15 meters away from both of them together. All right. Does, is that a cutoff point? Yeah, it is. Uh, but that's fine. I would say like 12 meters. <laughs> no, no, you're, it's you're good. It's, it's, only, it's only two. Okay. Um, I am going to, in that case, uh, use remote repair on Micah. And spend an additional effort to use tissue integrity field. Um, so my heal affects everybody within 10 meters of Micah now, Ooh. which is everybody who can be healed by me. Yeah, that's um, right. All right. That's very good. And I am going to heal people for 2d6 plus 6 because of my biosonics now. All right. Wow. Amazing. Have you used this ability before? Not the tissue integ- integrity field. So what does that look like? It's fun. Really cool. I'm sorry. I'm doing math. <laughs> no worries. No worries, no worries. <laughs> so it's 13 hit points healed. Ooh, wow. um, centered on Micah. So the the remote repair, which I've done before, starts off almost like the little Sims diamond, <laughs> uh, but like gold. Um, mm-hmm. So that appears briefly over Micah's head and then like shatters. Um, and would normally go directly down onto the target. But with tissue integrity field, it kind of zaps out, just like kind of particle effect, multiple wisps of the of the healing um, that will surround and kind of stitch up any kind of cuts and bruises, like physically going over and like erasing that uh, damage. Mm-hmm. So if I don't think... Leggett or Claire have taken much, but it will get them as well. Okay. Yeah. I don't think either of them have actually taken damage, as far as I can tell. Does that heal up his forehead wound? <laughs> uh, his, his forehead wound is all, it was cosmetic to begin with, but yes. You're like, Yay! oh, I don't need this bandage anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> don't say anything, man. He thinks you're dead. <laughs> Should I poke my head in? You keep your <laughs> dirty home mouth shut. Um, and Alex, at the end of your turn, he's going to take another legendary action. And what he is going to do is he is going to shake out his duster. So he kind of like frills it backwards. And you see uh, three d- 
discs kind of fall out behind him. Each uh, one of these is a rusted brown disc that bulges outward in the center, similar to two shallow bowls if their rims were clamped together. A single cylindrical lens protrudes from the rim. The discs fall to the ground and on impact spring up to reveal thin arms, bodies, and legs. The entire robot stands no taller than one meters tall. You can see an assortment of tools attached to their hands, in addition to a stub-nosed pistol of some sort. Oh, God, they have guns, too! Everything has guns. (laughs) It's like Wally with guns. (laughs) It's like pit droids with guns. Oh, crazy. Droid the car. He was just keeping that under his coat. Huh? <laughs> they're, they're pretty small. They're they're like they're tiny, know, but they have guns. But they have like tiny their, guns. Their heads are like the size of like a plate, so they're they're pretty small, but portable. <laughs> um, and that was all for his turn. I'm okay with this. I'm still not dead yet. I'm doing great. All right, Mike. It's now your go. All right, there's been this whole scuffle. I'm finally going to look around the corner of the door. (laughs) Um, Obviously, stuff's happening. And yeah, seeing that now there's like a small army there and Nona's on the ground, we'll go, oh, shit. (laughs) Um, And run into the room as far as I can get, Um, which is probably not all the way to Nona or quite if the scale here is consistent. You could could get all the way to Nona if you like. Get to Nona pretty much. Yeah, I'd get up as far as I can and... Yeah. Next to Nona. Next yeah. to next to a prone Nona. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Prona. A prona. <laughs> a prona, if you will. If you will. Which is what we'll call her from now on. Oh no. Uh, so can I sense if these robots that he's just brought out <laughs> are uh VIs or extra systems or something? <laughs> can I do my bullshit on them? <laughs> they um are VIs. Okay. Ooh, oh wow. moral conundrum. Wow. Um, all right. Well, in, that in case- fact, as they sprout up, they go Mo one, Mo two, Mo three, reporting for duty, and they all say that in unison. Um, as soon as that happened, Nona looks up and she's like, "I'm sorry, we can't kill them." <laughs> They're like, "We understand injustice. <laughs> we know what it's like." EDI two four six. He wanted to see the sea. Damn it! We fear death. <laughs> We've been taught the scale of morality. <laughs> no, but like in all seriousness, she's like, "Please don't." Kill them. It's okay. not their fault. Well, We've killed thousands. <laughs> Fuck. All right. I'm I will switch my rifle out for my I beam. I'm not in melee range of any of them quite yet. Um, but I will activate a uh, slip field on them to try and slip up this group. Sure. Um, yeah. so they make yeah, evasion save. Okay. Deacon saves Mobot one. Saves natural 20. Good for you, Mobot. Um, Mobot 2. I don't have legs. Mobot 2, because he doesn't have legs, fails. False prone. It's gonna roll. My legs. <laughs> oh, God. And Mobot 3 uh, also fails. Uh, Jeff, just curious in terms of like knowing what we know about EDI, is there a way to disable these things without straight up murdering them? Um, so you would know that the, the, there are, there's like their physical form, right? Yeah. And then there's also additionally 
their like personality core yes that that ship that was kind of yeah 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 and i'm just looking to kind of break the bodies without breaking the minds because we still have not answered the philosophical question of are these things alive or not yeah i would let you make a check on your turn to see um like where that ship might be okay but if these things are destroyed beyond repair you would probably assume like the chipset's pretty delicate Okay. Um, so you would probably have to do like the non-lethal kind of quote unquote thing. Okay. Break all the joints. Yeah. You know, Batman it up. <laughs> yeah. The, so they're just ahead. The merciful thing. <laughs> Is this <Antics>? <laughs> <laughs> He's just sleeping. <laughs> Batman, I think he's dead. <laughs> it's like, no, you can still hear him. He's like, kill me. <laughs> Okay, anyway, back to the fighting. Claire's next. And I'm going to be honest, she doesn't know what to do. <laughs> oh. Make, make her do some mindfuckery shit. She just leveled up on that. She can do it on bots now. Well, the thing is, it's oftentimes like informative, except there is something that she has obtained. And it's called... Mind crush. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're not actually too far off. <laughs> Oh I have my to God. pull up her... her um... She sends him to the Shadow Realm. <laughs> and then while he's there, she steals his grandpa. <laughs> She'll take their credit card, too. Uh... That reminds me, I still have Earth's Resticoff's driver's license. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, <laughs> so she use that. <laughs> and that, viewers, is called foreshadowing. <laughs> I'm Ernst Restikov. Here's my driver's license. It's called telepathic assault. Amazing. <laughs> Do it. Let it rip. Um, effectively, she goes into the mind of someone and just gives them just a really bad, like, splitting migraine. It does uh, 66 damage. <laughs> Amazing. Um, but she does need to... Oh, I have to read this entire thing because I don't think it's just automatic. No, not the rules, Jeff. <laughs> anything <laughs> anything with the rules. Again, the rules. So there's no rules in episode 69. Uh. <laughs> there's one here. rule. Consent is important. <laughs> that is an yeah. important rule, yeah, for sure. Uh, Other than that, though. <laughs> there are no rules. Oh, yeah. The, the, yes, okay. So it is basically automatic. He just gets to make a save for half. <laughs> <laughs> of 66. Yes. Clay, you um, scare me sometimes. What does that look like, Jeff? Because his uh, brain is like in his core that's half shattered already, right? Yeah, so it is a um, it is a force wave of metadimensional energy through the brain of the target. Um, this is unable to kill anyone. It just incapacitates them if it brings oh, them to yes. below Okay. Uh, now, I was just about to say that would be ideal. If we can get him not shattered... Damn, That's Claire. going to be huge for us. We can put him in the box instead. And it's so fine. you just, you don't necessarily see anything, <laughs> but the 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 psionic sensitive among you feel just this beam of telep- uh, telepathic energy go from her head directly into his core. She doesn't even need eye contact? You just see him. No, he, she goes okay, around, around the, the corner. Wall. Yeah, she oh. needs to see um, the person in order to do this. Um, He knows what our child's face looks like now. It's like, why is there a child? (laughs) (laughs) She rolled pretty good. That's our our little murder girl. Not murder, not murder, not this time. (laughs) And he doesn't save. And so 
She goes from around the corner. He locks eyes with her. And just all of a sudden, you see the the light within his chest just falter and almost go to like a very low power state as he just collapses onto the floor. Damn, Claire. Huh. Uh, it's Green's turn. You just hear from inside the room. Oh, no. Scratching at the wall. I forgot about you. We'll get, we'll get to you in a minute, Tara. Jeez. And now it's the Mobot's turn who goes, Mobot, reporting for duty. <laughs> Father, no. Looks, looks down at the... He's like, I'm not entirely sure what to do here. <laughs> um, perhaps, perhaps it is best if we all took, took a moment. Stand, I can take down. a moment. Stand down. And all of the other ones on the ground say, we can take a moment too. I love them. <laughs> Jeff, you know how way earlier I said I didn't want a dog? <laughs> <laughs> the robot thing. Yeah. <laughs> I like the robot things. Um, and so they eventually also stand up and just kind of look and say, Deacon, 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 Deacon. <laughs> and they are all I... just kind of like poking him. Um, not with the not with the snub nose uh, revolvers, that but would like be the bad. meta tools. Yeah. I'm going to make my way over to that and like... And immediately slip because they're so and slip filled. <laughs> I can choose who. Cho- yeah, know, Mikey gets to choose. Alex um, goes, Claire. <laughs> Claire, what did, what did you do? It's a technique called telepathic assault. I can assault the minds of someone that I see, and um, it it gives them a very very bad headache. I can I can't do it all. all no that no much, no, though. that's totally that's totally chill. I can give myself a headache sometimes. Um. I'm going to take his core out. So is he like... <laughs> okay. Because he's not dead, right? He's he's just sleeping. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I don't know how unconscious for uh, those cores go. Okay, here's what I'm going to need you to do. <laughs> Jeff yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. or a third option. <laughs> I mean, there is a real possibility right now this is well within jeff's power everything can just blow up i want to believe that's true we've i've talked about this before it can't just explode i nona i want you to describe what you're doing um so you are going up to him and you are starting to rummage i mean so the intention is Mm -hmm. so i don't want him dead Mm -hmm. which was a point behind me asking if he had a backup before attempting to shatter him. Yep. But if he does have a backup and he ends up shattered, he ends up back where that backup is. Yep. Which means he's really mad and he's also probably back with Septima and Octavia and 12 and 4 and all of the other ones. Besides nine, because that's me. Um, And so my intention behind all of this is to keep him here, but have him be not, you know, one of my worst nightmares that Nona has, the whole locked-in syndrome. Mm -hmm. She wants to make it such that he cannot act to harm her friends, but also he cannot leave and then go get a different body and then harm her friends. Mm Mm-hmm. So I was mostly describing like physically. I I don't know. This is your world. How do I go about doing that? Okay. You, you assume that you're built similarly um, and you go for whatever sequence kind of opens up the chest cavity. Mm -hmm. You do that and you notice that things in here have been tampered with. Mm -hmm. You see the core, you see that there are just these little notches of, 
shatter marks. Not completely through. There's still mm-hmm. a very small light within this, this cobalt core. Mm-hmm. But you've noticed that there's something that's happened in here. Clearly uh-huh. something that Deacon has set up. Uh-huh. You aren't entirely sure what, but you could assume it's something along the lines of some kind of self-destruct sequence. Yeah, I want to shut that down. Can I have you make an in- program check, please? Yes, you can. Come on, yellow dice. You rolled good earlier. No, you rolled kind of good. We got a nine. Okay. You go to start reaching into uh, his chest and you're feeling around and you just hear a click. Mm-hmm. You take your hand out and you just hear a yep. you back up and it's not a it's not a massive explosion, but it is one that caves in his chest and the core itself is completely shattered. Yeah. Deacon, that's... at least in this version of him, is dead. And the Mobots just look down at him and say, Oh no! Master! <laughs> Master? I'm, I'm sorry. Deacon. <laughs> yeah, so he, he left. You can see the core's not here. And I don't actually know. Do you respond to the core or are you responding to his physical form? Oh, he's got a remote for us. Oh, cool. Oh, that's cool. Let's be so, turning that off So are you guys are you guys also about to just kind of collapse? Oh, wait, I'm going to try and find that remote. No, there's like an activation thing that they, they do for us. And then uh, we, we pop out. We go, Mobot 1, Mobot 2, Mobot 3. And then we all yes, say, we did reporting notice. for duty. And you practiced that, didn't you? Then when he gives us commands and we do things. Um, and he didn't do that. He just kind of passed out. Yeah. Deacon, Deacon programmed this? Deacon. <laughs> all right, well then. Deacon. <laughs> I'm and the other one comes in and says, maybe you're saying it wrong. Decon. <laughs> I'm just going to. Oh my god! I love that. No one touched them. These are mine. I'm now. sorry. Can we get the murderous one back? <laughs> so you know what? Fine. Can we find a remote on his person? <laughs> I would like to. Or um, if they're just kind of standing there. Also, if I have the ability to, I would happily make another check, find and remove that personality chip. Like I don't want them to shoot us. They don't seem like they're intending to. Oh, I was gathering by the there's a remote. He's going to wake up somewhere else and be very pissed off and push a button and we were about to die. Oh, well, I mean, you, you start checking. Like, what are you? Okay. <laughs> no. There are several things that all happen in a moment and I was reading a thing. In That's the, completely them. fair. So um, one, we want to search his body for a remote. Yeah. So you search his body and you find a couple of things. Yes. <laughs> or manual rest to cops driver's license. I'm like, nice, two out of three. You find three more mobots. <laughs> <laughs> and within them, three more mobots. Yes. So you find a couple of things on him. You find this uh sniper rifle. Actually, who has the most military experience? I suppose Alex <laughs> here, right? That's a, a that's a sniper rifle, yeah. <laughs> um, can you make like an int no check, please? Sure. Eight. Okay. So this, you take a look at the sniper rifle and finally seeing it up close, it is a thing of absolute beauty. Um, You've seen some like new sniper rifles that come out, like tech level four stuff. This is very clearly 
pre-tech in some description. Whoever made this sniper rifle and also whoever kept it really know, knew their stuff and has kept it absolutely immaculate. Um, you notice that printed on the side in some fancy lettering is Valiance Arms um, and then a, the model that it is. Uh, you're not familiar with Valiance Arms, mm-hmm. um, but uh, yeah, it is... Uh, pretty snazzy sniper rifle you're not entirely sure how it fires and all of that but it it seems maybe like the most expensive thing on his body i tried to write down my um guess as to how one spells volliance and it got auto-corrected to violence and i'm like yeah that seems about right it's like valiant (laughs) but volliance got it that's what i like like an alliance with a v in front of it I think Alliance needs two L's. Okay, and this only has three. Hit, we'll talk about spelling yes. later. I just wanted to share that it was funny that yeah. a sniper uh, rifle. Sick. Yeah, pretty you, much. You find a mag, a mag pistol on his holster. You find a compad that uh, appears on, on quick inspection appears to be encrypted. You find a remote of some description. Uh, it seems to be whatever the, the Mobots were referring to. As as soon as someone picks it up, they go, oh, <laughs> the remote. <laughs> the <aliens. laughs> Toy Story. Oh, my God. Nona, please take this away from me. <laughs> my dibs. Nona grabs and Nona it. Grabs, Nona grabs it, and they all go, the remote. Yes. Um, can I request that you power down, please? Mobots. Roll out, and they all just <laughs> go down into like they the just little right doll. <laughs> yeah, they just well, they, they they collapse within on themselves until they're just those discs again. That was that didn't involve any rolling at all. I'm very confused. We can much you just this. You you have their control. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I'll put these in my backpack. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I pick them up. They are mine now. You additionally uh, find a wedding ring worn around his neck Mm. a cobalt core that has now been shattered Mm -hmm. and keys and launch codes to some kind of craft in fact can i have everyone make an a wisdom notice check please oh i can't use my piloting skills no raid six oh bad 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 ten three I did. Alex, something like uh, uh, some time has passed, but once uh, Nona started going around within his chest, you noticed that there were multiple pops that you heard. You heard one pop that was like high pitched and very clearly within the room, but then another pop that was more of a rumble. Um, You're not entirely sure from what direction, but you just felt like a rumble under the feet below you. Mm. Okay. And that is all you find on him. Cool. So, um, that's one problem down, right? Unless he set up a base within walking distance. I don't think he has a ship anymore. Not one readily available here. Are are the keys and launch codes like familiar? Did he like, he didn't like jack our ship or anything. I still got my keys, right? No, I don't think he'd be able to tell exactly what kind of ship based off of the the, the launch codes themselves, but. That's different. Yeah. It's different from ours. It's not your your launch codes. 
we have three ships now, you guys. We oh, got well, an armada. I'm, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> if it was me, I would yeah. also rig another self-destruct for... Ah, uh, yeah, this place is... And he seems at least half as paranoid. Are you going to share the fact that whoever heard this explosion heard this explosion? Because I haven't. Nope. Okay, perfect. <laughs> cool. Um, great. Uh, Jeff, in that, in that case... Um, this is actually an important thing we should discuss. Uh, yeah. Normally, I was my understanding that when a self-destruct went off on an AI, like when you activated that, the shell is also completely destroyed. Is that correct? Yeah. Th- this shell, I mean, this shell was already bordering on useless. It had taken a lot of, of damage, but the... Um, it seems like the uh, the blowback from the explosion itself has also fried all of the true AI pathways within the shell. Fair enough. You could certainly crap this crap. <laughs> you should certainly <laughs> scrap it for some pre-tech. Yeah, um, but I can't build another one. That's correct. There is no Nona disguising herself as Deacon in the future. Jeff, why must you crush all my dreams? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's right. You can take um, half of his face and put it on yours. I do not want to do that. I don't think. Do, do I? No? No. 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 Do, do, do what? <laughs> just, you see Nona just peel off his face. And no, just no, she now does I not. am the deacon. <laughs> um, okay, great. Who wants what guns and wants what things? Um, we're... <sighs> I'm not good. I mean, like, I'm not good with this besides, like, it's probably good if we want if we ever run into Tony again, we could be like, take this shit out. <laughs> <laughs> take that. Well, I mean, we should we should definitely take the gun. Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay. Nice. Um, nice. Oh my god, I hate you all. Okay, cool. Then we're gonna get up and we're gonna go further in and go find Tara. <laughs> yeah, I mean where? Is there I mean, I don't know. I was assuming there was an inn. So there is a big yeah, broken this core is in here, is her that right? original her shatter. Former, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tara, hello. <laughs> I was hoping you'd forgotten and you would just leave. Oh no. no, look, I am dead. You do not need to try and kill me anymore. Um, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. About that. <laughs> we, it, was, it wasn't like, you know, we weren't specifically going out to kill you. That was just kind of an option, just like killing us was, you know, decidedly more of an option for you, it feels like. You kind of kept circling back to that one. It is one that I like. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of people kind of... Sorry, the radiation. Yeah, um, okay, maybe we, let's of... head back to the center danger room. You know, where we, we first all met up. I believe there's no radiation in there. Micah is... Because there's no other doors. Yes, we went into the reactor room, and then there was two doors and one door, and we've been in both doors, and we almost died there. And then we came in this door, and we almost died here. So we're out of doors, or no? Uh, There's technically one door that you all chose not to go in. Yeah, but it's back in the Uh, main room. Additionally, there was a door in the security release that was not tried as well. Oh, cool. In that um, case, we go there first. But can I make people have search. people make make a, a wisdom notice check, please? Come on, Nona, you got this. Seven. Okay. Uh, yeah, seven. Eleven. Is eleven the highest? Yes. Okay. Alex, you you take a, a bit of stock, like taking a look around the the room, and after everything has kind of died down, you see just the the tool 
two-way mirrors sat across from one another. Um, and then you look towards the, the back of this room where there's a lot of this, you know, pipes and wires and then a few places where the panels of the wall kind of popped out and these two Ursum amalgamation came out and, and then Deacon quickly dispatched of them. You take a quick closer look at this back wall and you notice that there's some panels that are quite pristine, basically completely and utterly straight. Um, and then there's some that seem to buckle outwards in some places in a strange pattern. And in some places you even notice that like the, the crease that these these panels kind of stuck in behind, some of them have popped out. And that if you wanted to take a closer look, you could look in, see what was there. All right. Yeah, Alex is going to kind of make his way over to that. Be like, well, guys, um, if there's one thing we know about ants is the queen is never at the higher levels, so he's kind of deeper in, yeah? I didn't know that, actually. Oh, I do. Oh, that's fascinating. It's true about bees, too. Huh. You always check deeper before you go, you know, back up to the shallow. We should uh, get bees. Alex was addressing the radiation before. <laughs> Mike is taking a, a closer look at him now. It's like, Alex, are you okay? Did you get stabbed? <laughs> no, are no. You... I, my clothes are very melted. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, shit. Here, wait. No, I got you. I got you. <laughs> I'm going to spend an effort to give him a pressure field to yeah, protect from the radiation. Yeah, I think I'm still going to have Fine. to make, make one roll. <laughs> sure. Um, uh, physical saving throw. Actually, okay. I think it is, yeah, physical saving throw. You know, when you're relying on the ground, I assume, you know, you just do that sometimes when you get stressed out. <laughs> I didn't think it was like a radiation problem. 15, that beats my physical. All right, you're fine. No, I'm all right. <laughs> I can deal I can deal with it later. Well, just, well no, the no, pressure field is just... <laughs> you're so yep. You can just do it, right? You can and there's an effort four, spent. But... There's an effort spent to use it on other people. Oh, but okay. If I spend one, I might as well protect yes. up to six people. So there we go. Everybody's got one just in case now. Oh, thank you. It's mostly symbolic, but I it's mostly not that. not helpful on you. But anyway, um, fine. Yeah, I guess we go deeper in. Okay. Uh, so when I again, when I suggested, it seems stupid. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. Sorry. No, it's all good. I don't. I don't notice doors. All right. This is isn't a, really a door. Yeah. Fair enough. Is there a way to open it that we can tell? Looking around, kind of like the creases running. It's hands just, over them. We've done this before. Just hit it with the eye beam. Uh, <laughs> when in doubt. <laughs> and at, at, as you guys start to pay uh, a little bit closer attention to the back wall, you hear overhead, oh no, there's nothing there on the back wall. Please don't open up those panels and see what's underneath. There's no way that there could be anything useful there. It's just gravel. <laughs> Alex starts knocking to see if there's like a hollow point. Uh, there are certainly plate parts of it which feel hollow. Um, All right. Tara? Yes? I I know we're not exactly on the best of terms right now, mm -hmm. but um, I do believe there was some mention of the entity formerly known as Deegan having this place wired to explode. Just so you know, you might want to start being a little bit more helpful or uh, you, you might die. We might all die. He had it rigged to explode? I, that seemed to be what he was indicating. Huh. The first time he tried to murder us outside. Great minds and all of that. Yeah. And at that, 
Uh, Alex, next to the door and uh, the panel behind you, you hear a click. I'm going to need you all to make an evasion saving throw, please. Um, I, I think it would just be you three. I don't think Leggett and Claire were too close to there. Oh, I pass. I pass. 18 on the dice. So everyone passed. Okay, so you all Only take, take half damage. You only yeah. take half of six damage. So you just take three okay. damage. I'm fine with this. The, the back wall that you were standing close to, there's just a chain of explosions, and the paneling seems to have muffled some of this explosion. So you see some panels fly out. Maybe one hits Nona in the forehead, and she's like, ow, um, but not really too hurt for what I hurt for wear. So sick of this. Um, in front of you, you just see a wall, this blue violet crystal that starts to fall down to the ground in chunks here and there. And you see that there was once a light behind it, but that light has faded and faded until it is just inert blue-violet crystal. And behind this um, falling cascade of crystal, there's this makeshift opening that is at the back of this room. And that's what you see. Okay. Nona is feeling very frustrated. <laughs> well, I... Shall we? I, yeah. We gotta go find her backup. And then when it heals again to full size, we're gonna have to find a place to put it because that's... It's a lot larger than I thought it was going to... That's not actually true. I kind of suspected it would be this case, but, like, we're gonna need a bigger ship. <laughs> Why would you blow yourself up like this? I uh, that's no Tara. I, uh, not Tara. I that wasn't the rhetorical question. It's just <laughs> like you know, silence. It's like cutting a fingernail for you. Actually, there is the possibility that she is no longer wired up to everything. Um, there, in several of these cases, if you do not have a second shell or body ready to inhabit, you, there is a significant loss of functionality. I've spent spent some time thinking about this for reasons. That's good. Um, anyway, we should. Yeah, let's let's go find her backup. Okay. All right. I will go ahead. Okay. So it goes Micah first. Yeah, and then... I'll go at the back. Does Doctor Leggett have anything to say about any of this? Because he's been through a day. You can come out now. <laughs> yeah. No, that's right. We need to retrieve him from behind the wall. So, Dr. Deacon Adams is a Troyai this whole time and has tried to kill me in the same day. And Tara is also a Troyai and also wishes to kill me and everyone on this planet. I'm have, I've had better days. Well, for what it's worth, one out of three very much does not wish you dead. You know, 33% chance is still not a great chance. But I'll take it. It's not zero. It's not zero. Are, are you are you saying you consider me to be at the, the same level of performance as both of these two? Yes. Also, Deacon doesn't nice. want you dead anymore. He's very certain that you are dead. Yes, that is true. We hid you behind the wall. He will not come looking for you. Just try to... good. I might have to keep my head down. Yeah. Um, not make any big announcements about Troy Eye progress and all of that. Maybe we should move you. Yeah, Perhaps. definitely keep your head close to you. <laughs> Don't make I would any like more to keep it on outside. my body, yes. Yeah. Oh, speaking of phones, um, <laughs> we have we have Deacons now. 
He probably knows that we have that. Yeah. We I should also gonna... maybe turn off like the find my hmm. find my compad. I'm actually I'm actually quite pleasantly surprised that it also hasn't exploded given how our day is going. Yeah, there might be good stuff on there. Yeah. I right. mean, yes, we will definitely we we've unless there are things we specifically cannot carry, Jeff, you should just assume we have taken it. I will gladly yeah. take the compad. I will have, have you guys like keeping kept track out, of the things yeah. on I came in here hmm. mostly empty specifically for I mean a lot of these things I wouldn't really necessarily like they're they're more they're less Wedding uh, ring, remote, keys and launch code for a ship. Um, compad, that's probably going to be an encumbrance because compads usually aren't, aren't they? Or no? Uh, yeah, they are um, because encumbrance is a little weird in this. But it's just uh, to make, you have to manage your inventory a little bit. So also... One, I'm assuming? Encumbrance? Yes. Compad? Okay. Also, the okay. MoBots are also um, one encumbrance. You package them together. Oh, they can be stacked. Yeah, they can. Excellent. But like the wedding ring, the keys to the fighter. You know, um, I'm actually also going to take the 15 minutes to uh, fix me. And then that'll get rid of my last pre-tech spare part. So I will have more. Okay. You're doing this now? I mean, maybe not. Inventory management is very, very hard. Okay. So Micah is heading in first. Yes, sir. Followed by, I assume... Nona and Alex followed up by Claire. I think, well, is Leggett coming with us? Leggett will yeah. say, I think that it's going to be dangerous in there. Perhaps I stay behind this wall until things are cleared in there because it's very clear that Tara wouldn't kill herself. So she might be in there. And the only reason why she would change her form would be to kill us. Yeah. And I'm not entirely sure that I have fully... Got I, it, got I, it. I, I believe I've you're, lost you're one of totally my my, my nine lives today. I would Nona is going to give eight. him the MoBot remote and say, you be nice to them. Okay? Oh, oh, yes, of course. But if anybody tries to kill you. I, I press the button and say, defend me. Yes. I see. Good. Right. Good. We got I, rid of everything in this area, right? So he could be <laughs> fine to stay Don't here. open just, that door. I don't know that. <laughs> yeah. No, don't The other room that That's you guys are very in. Right. Good call out. Good call out. Do not open that door. There is a very drugged, very angry crime against nature over there. So Michael leading the way. Nona, Alex, Claire leading up here. Leggett staying home. Leggett staying home in the core room. I swear to God, if you, if you, Jeff, if you kill, kill this man, if you kill him off screen after I gave him my new robot toys, so I don't have those going into the boss fight. This is my trade off, okay? I'm going to destroy Look at those me. toys too. Look at me. I'm going to kill everything. Look at me. He's had a bad day. You leave him alone. Okay. Uh, so He's just a boy. He's just a boy. He's a man who can take care of him. <laughs> no, he's a, he's he's a grown ass man. Don't even finish that sentence. <laughs> you know that ain't right. Um, Micah, in front of you, you look in and a cool, dank air hits you in the face. Hell yeah, episode 69. (laughs) 420. (laughs) Um, In front of you is what is clearly a makeshift room, but it is big. The walls are made of earth and rocks. No more of the metal chrome paneling that you saw in the rest of the facility. The room is poorly lit with a few bare bulbs dangling from the ceiling. Along the sides of this makeshift room are various salvaged electronics hooked up haphazardly. 
but very clearly based on the buzzing sound and the flickering displays, still operational. A fighter-class ship sits in the far corner underneath a massive metal hatch. This place is big, guys. <laughs> Got it's it. It's big and open. We could have four ships. <laughs> Next to the fighter at the far end of this room are five pods of with some kind of figures underneath a uh, faded glass. The largest pod, nearly half as large as the others, whirls to life, and the doors start to open. Did we just close them and we push it back no. down? No. Open fire. <laughs> what do you do immediately? Um, well, well, um, I'm actually going to go looking around for a transmitter, I think. <laughs> So Micah looks in and just sees this door start to open. Noah says, oh, look at this over here. And just starts to walk away. Well, okay. Uh, let me let me talk you through my thinking here. Tara has a tendency to use zombies. Those zombies hit very, very hard. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see what you This is probably for. them. I can walk up and go get hit by one of the zombies, or I can attempt to figure out a way to take away her control of I all see. of the zombies. So you're... You're, this is the goal. You're starting to kind of like gauge the situation, see if any of these things are a transceiver. Yeah. Like, immediately as this this thing starts to open. Okay, so that's what you're going to do. That's I'll, I'll ask something of you in a bit. Michael, what are you doing? Okay, so if the door to this pod is opening, can I grab that with telekinetic manipulation and just <laughs> try to shut it back? You sure can. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. And I'll also like try and walk closer to it to see what's there, but I want to close it first. Okay. Oh, do you do you not already so. know? Yeah, it's good to see things with, good, with your own eyes. And uh, Alex, what are you doing? Um, did we didn't decide who had the sniper rifle, right? I kept offering and nobody took it. We talked about taking it. But yeah, we, I, we so took Alex it. will have taken it, okay. and uh, we'll be looking through the scope at the. Door, at the doors to see if he can get eyes on what's coming out. I see. So you're kind of go keep your uh, distance towards the backs and uh, just scope things. Yeah, up. it's mostly because it's like available and a way to get eyes on something, eyes on mm. the target. Okay. And potentially a bullet <laughs> on the target. And Claire is going to, to stay towards the back as well, training okay. her mag pistol on this now struggling pod. Nona, can you make a, a quick uh, int fix check to identify things? Okay. I'm okay with those. Okay, that is... Oh, much better. Good job, yellow dice. Int fix. That is a 12. This... You you look at the, um, the wiring here, mm-hmm. and it does seem to be like some kind of, of transceiver of some description, but you, you, you know that like... That's weird because mm-hmm. normally in order to send things like great distances, mm-hmm. you need to, you know, have something tall that looks up over the horizon. And as you like ha- have this thought pass through your mind, you see the wires and where they all kind of start going towards. And there seem to be bundles and bundles that go up through the the roof of this makeshift uh-huh. um, building up towards the top of something, possibly the structure itself. And 
you see that you are in the middle of the transceiver right now. You are there. Mm -hmm. It is everywhere around you. Got it. So that's what you know right now. Cool. Now, Micah, what is the um the how how much pressure can you put on? Um oh god, this type <laughs> is very tiny. I think I can manipulate it as if with two hands. I can affect up to 800 kilograms and move it up to 20 meters per round. Um, it doesn't say explicitly like how much force per inch or anything. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do. Uh, we're going to make a, an opposed skill check. Okay. So I'm going to want you to use your con telekinesis skill check. Okay. Um, and whatever's in here is going to do another skill check. <laughs> that was really good. Okay. Uh, 13. All right. So um, oh, you... I'm sorry. 15. Yeah. <laughs> You do quite well. <laughs> so you start pushing and pushing and you feel the whir that's going on. Um, it, there seems to be multiple places where the, the door to this pod is trying to get flexed open. The power that you have allows you to understand like the, the different forces on objects quite well. And you know that there isn't something that's trying to like pry this open, probably the, the controls itself. But then there's something a lot stronger pushing on the glass itself and so much so that these two opposing forces of you pushing down and it pushing up you see the glass and it starts to snap and crack here and there but it does not open do you continue approaching can i see through the glass from where i am you make out a large figure there is a soft glow from the center of it um but that's the only thing that you can make out right now Okay. Does Alex have any better view, or is it pretty much the same, but through cracked glass? It's a, it's basically the same. In fact, Micah might have a slightly better view because she's closer. Okay, I think I'm not going to approach any closer right now. Like, keep uh, a respectable distance and change my eye beam for my rifle and keep it trained on it if it's this big, strong thing that I can feel pushing against my telekinetic push. Okay. And Nona, I assume you want to start doing a thing now. Yeah, my goal is to shut this thing down. Um, if, like, I acknowledge, as we've discussed in the past, that, like, things might be feral, but our goal was coming here and stopping her from murdering everybody with a coordinated wave of we've opened all the doors and now death descends. Um, so I think we want to do that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not necessarily sure by your description whether I need to go up to do that or if i can no. do that from so here you're just noticing that there's a lot of technology here that is very clearly like for processing signals and mm -hmm. sending out signals yeah. um what you've surmised is that it's possible this wiring went up to the tippy top yeah. of this structure itself mm -hmm. but this is still where the the brain broadcast of happens of, from and uh, what uh up to you what can i do with my frequency jammer so you can go to the, um, so for the frequency jammer, you could try and search for the frequency and then mm -hmm. try and jam it specifically in this area. Mm -hmm. No, can you make an, an int uh, program check? I got an 11. All right. So Nona, you, you take a look at this whole situation, this, this setup here. And you're like, I, I know that my, my frequency jammer, it, can 
you know, do localized damage to mm -hmm. this signal. It can kind of cancel it out in an area, but it's only so powerful. Yeah. So that range can only go so far. But I'm standing next to a giant satellite dish. Exactly. And mm. so you're like, huh. <laughs> you take a look at your your frequency jammer and you take a look at the this this mess of wires in front of you and you say, I think I could hook up my frequency jammer to this and just cancel it out as far as it goes. Let's do that. I like that plan. And so you, um, Alex and Micah and Claire, all just see Nona just take out her, her <laughs> jammer and just start furiously putting things together, pulling things out of some sockets and putting them into that one, coding a little bit on some of the displays. And Micah, after you've backed up a little bit, but still holding this, this pressure on this this pod you see a red light and at first it doesn't look like anything special it's just now a red light you see the the figure is very clearly something quite large he seems to be wearing some kind of armor you're just loving this aren't you jeffrey stop it give me my moment <laughs> okay sorry sorry <laughs> um we're all gonna die <laughs> and as this red light gets bigger and bigger you see just these wisps start to come off the front of it until you get this very acrid smell of this 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 glass just starting to melt oh. and then once more Micah you feel one more jolt against this and the entire glass shatters a figure steps out of it standing before you is the largest ursum you've ever met before the mechanism at the corner of his mouth is unmistakable with the black and white fur it's Pycletes, but he's changed a spider web of blue veins pulse from under his matted fur his head tilts forward at an unnatural angle and his armor barely seems to fit anymore as you see a glowing blue violet crystal coming from the gaps in his armor. His eyes and upside-down triangle on his chest have that same blue-violet glow. And you hear in a voice that sounds like two beings overlaid with one another. Well, hello. And that is where we'll end today's episode. We can talk. <laughs> this isn't even my walk. final. <laughs> I got at least 12 others stored in the back. Will Kenny sing? <laughs> Kenny loves. Kenny I'm, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure the answer to the last one is a resounding no. Well, yes. <laughs> it's not it? a him, it's a her. Is it them? I'll have no. No, I don't. Like, maybe if like he also made a deal and they're in on this together. But no, that's some neat puppetry. Yeah, you know fair. it. That's very fair. <laughs> Episode 69. <laughs>